Okay. Welcome to the Laughing Our Way to Recovery podcast, a podcast about how we saved our lives from an eating disorder so we can die from laughing too hard instead. Um, In each episode, we share hilarious and inspiring stories from us and individuals in recovery with eating disorders and other forms of addiction. We talk about coping mechanisms that actually work for us, grounding skills, using your voice instead of your disorder, and just sharing our relatable life experiences so you don't feel like a lonely fuck. Can you... (laughs) Hi, hi, Kendall. We're hosted by... Me, Shannon, and Kendall. Oh my gosh! Wait, like move it a little closer. Okay, cool. Okay. Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. So, um, yeah, just introduce yourself, Kendall. Like, what's uh, what's your name? Obviously, your name, your disorder, and it's like it's like kind of like when we're in groups and we're introducing you. According to my wonderful therapist, that I had outpatient. Uh huh. Yeah, she said I have anorexia. Okay. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. I Thanks. have I have that too. All right. <laughs> what's well, what's a fun fact? I got a plane in my garage. Okay, honestly, I wasn't sure if that was a rumor or not. You want to see it? Yeah, we I'll, can see it afterwards. Okay, does it garage Does open. it work? No, it's not built completely, but it's in there. I've hit it with my car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, the plane. So was your okay. car can fly. Yeah, my car can fly. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool because honestly, like every time we do introductions in group, I kind of like never remember you saying a fun fact. Is that always your fun fact? Yes, it is. Okay. Mine is... we get new people and they don't know me and there you go. There you go. Um, Yeah, my fun fact is usually I have five cats, but one passed away while I was in recovery, so it's pretty sad. Time to get another recovery cat. Oh, my God. I have four more left. It's okay. It's okay. I'll get you another one. (laughs) Okay, so I think this episode, we just kind of want to, like, talk about, like, why we wanted to start this podcast. So, like, in Rhett, when we were in residential treatment together, what would people say to you? I'm funny. Yes, and that you should always be on a podcast. Yes, I should. And that you should have yours or something like that. So, like... I just think, you know, nine months later, when we're after recovery, I'm just setting up the mics, getting ready to go. Um, here we are. Here we are. Uh, no, but honestly, I also wanted to start the podcast because, like, I just need a reason to, like, hang out with you. <laughs> Damn, man, that too. <laughs> because, like, after treatment, like, I feel like you need... There, it's hard to maintain connections after recovery. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. And during recovery as well. Yes, and during recovery too. And I just kind of wanted an excuse to hang out and talk shit and like it be sort of recovery related so that it feels like something positive. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, also one of the reasons is like I want to spread awareness to like eating disorders. Yeah, because doctors don't know shit. <laughs> Spoken from the truth. Spoken from the I truth. got diagnosed with weight loss. What is that? From he- my doctor. Instead of him just saying straight up, you're anorexic. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't you just label me with anorexia instead of weight loss? What's the damn fucking difference? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how, like, uneducated, like, I feel like everyone is. Um, like, I personally think there needs to be, like, a whole societal movement and re-education of eating disorders like we need like like keanu reeves to like talk about eating disorders yes we do who would you want to talk about eating disorders like what like celebrity would you like i don't know a celebrity with an eating disorder okay but but i think that would be a good idea (laughs) okay well let's just say okay i think it's safe to assume 
a lot of celebrities have eating disorders, but that's neither here or there. No, I mean ones that have actually come out and said, I have an eating disorder. Yeah, it's not, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. And I, I, I just... It's not just about the food. It's about the feelings surrounding the food. Preach. <laughs> so I've learned. Yeah, because a lot of people are like... And I like to eat food <laughs> up until a certain point. That's why I landed in treatment. <laughs> no, it's true, because I think a lot of people assume... Okay, if you have an eating disorder, they just picture, like, fossils and bones. And, like, they don't actually think about, like, it's a mental disease. It is a mental disease. However, some people, you can tell physically. (laughs) Oh, God, here we go. (laughs) God bless their hearts. Oh, God, here we go. (laughs) But, yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying that I feel like every Christmas we need, like, Sarah McLaughlin or whatever her name is to, like, come out and be like... I don't know who that is. You know the lady that like talks about like the dogs and cats that need to be adopted they're like she goes she's on screen oh yeah those are really sad yeah i that's what i'm saying like she needs to go on there and be like hello but i don't think people are gonna want to see people that are like you well, know okay. emaciated. <laughs> oh my God. okay it's not like a perfect plan but i'm hoping that she's like do you want to adopt an animal if so why don't you get in recovery first can you, do you can you take care of this toothless cat i don't think so like Look it, her up on Instagram. Oh shit! What's on your Instagram? No, look her up on Instagram. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! That's such an awesome thing. Okay, so actually, okay, Kendall she's just old. she's old. okay. Well, eating disorders uh, take look. a take a long time to get away. Um, so Kendall just got a DM saying, "No, I sent a DM to her." Oh, you sent a DM? Yes, to tell her recovery is possible. Okay, that's awesome. So wait, who is she? I don't know. <laughs> she's just—I think she's sixty-one years old with an eating disorder. Okay, how do you know? So you don't know her at all? She, no. Okay, but like, how did this start? I don't I get it. I saw real. Oh, okay. And then you messaged I her. I clicked on her profile, and it said she had an eating disorder. Okay, and what exactly did your message say? That recovery is possible, okay. and I have an eating disorder too. If I can do it, you can do it. No, that's really amazing, Kendall. She hasn't responded, nor has she seen it. <laughs> Okay, well, that brings me up to the next thing I want to talk about. I, I made an email called lol to recovery at gmail.com so that, like, people that are listening to this, if they think they have an eating disorder or they need support, you guys can, like, write in and, I don't know. We'll try our best. Yeah, to, like, talk about it. And, like, we're by no means doctors or no, experts or anything. We're just... We won't diagnose you either. Yeah, we will not diagnose you. We are just people trying to survive in recovery. Um, So we don't have to go back to our treatment facility. Correct. And hopefully we can just have some giggles. Um, So it's L-O-L-T-O recovery at gmail.com. But I'll put it. it I created an Instagram profile for us. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I have that going. Um, But yeah, I mean, what's like some other... Re- uh, what's like your reason? Like, why are you here? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> why did you agree to do this? <laughs> I didn't. My aunt threatened to kick me out of the house. Oh my god! <laughs> if I didn't go to treatment. Oh my god! But I look ne- at me now, seven months later, and today is my discharge day. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about today. Today's a very special day. Honestly, those people are tired of me, and I'm tired of them. Okay, that's probably you're talking why they about agreed to have me 
discharged today. You're talking about the people at the treatment center. Yes, your, your I treatment am. Team. The staff members specifically, <laughs> not naming names. No, we're not going to name names on this podcast. We're going to. There's a few. <laughs> so, like, kind of describe to me, like, what are your emotions right now? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you scared? All of the above. If I say I'm not nervous or afraid or have zero fear, they will be concerned. Yep. If you don't have any fear, then that's yeah, that's what I'm not say. concerned. <laughs> right, but I think what they're saying is like you. It's good to have a healthy amount of fear because the eating disorders, you know, it's a, it's a strong motherfucker. You know, it could yes, sneak up on you. But my wonderful outpatient therapist is in recovery for an eating disorder, mm. and she's an eating disorder therapist. So, I have the best outpatient team. Yeah, yes. I think you have probably the best outpatient team yes. probably in the world. Yeah. All eating disorder based. All eating disorder based. And you got your psychiatrist, you got your dietitian, your main therapist. I haven't met my dietitian yet. Oh, are you nervous? Tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. Oh gosh. I'm nervous about what my previous dietitian could have sent to her and said to her. That is my concern. What do you think your previous dietitian is telling your current one? That I eat too much fast food and that I'm a stubborn head. <laughs> but I could tell her that myself, which I will. Okay. Okay. And wh- do you feel that that's a problem? If it's not every day, I don't see the problem. Mm, okay. But I do eat it multiple times a week. But honestly... If I want a cheeseburger, I'm going to go get a cheeseburger. If I'm craving a cheeseburger, I'm going to get a cheeseburger. They preach to follow our body's cravings and to listen our yeah. bodies to our body's cravings. So if I'm craving a cheeseburger, what's wrong with going to get a cheeseburger? It's a good question. It's a good question that we'll probably have to keep on and asking then ourselves. I get a Coke there every day because that's where I get my Cokes from. How, you know, wait, how many Cokes are you allowed a day? One a day. I'm only allowed to have one caffeine a day. How many Coke, do you coffee. actually drink? <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends. If I got to work in the morning, I'll drink a coffee, and then sometimes I'll buy uh-huh. a Coke. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Well, Or I get a coffee with espresso in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not supposed to do that either. What, what did I suggest that you do when you go to the drive-thru? Get a water. (laughs) How much water do you think you drink in a day? None. In a week, maybe, well, if you count the ice and the Coke, maybe like a bottle or two a week, Uh maybe three. Bro, that's like a phenomenon. Like, (laughs) doctors should study you. Oh, wait, doctors are studying you right now. No shit. Not anymore. Not anymore. So what are some, like things you're looking forward to being out of treatment not being in treatment okay that's a good answer not having to deal with the people there every fucking day not the patients the patients don't bother me it's other people there that bother me Mm. like what do they do that bothers you they annoy me yeah they get mad over my fucking affirmations (laughs) okay let's let's get an example of one of your affirmations i said Okay, so let me tell you the story with that. So I had... Wait, hold on. Just to, just to preface, the affirmations is like what we say before we eat dinner. So it's like we say our like physical hunger from 1 to 10, and then we say, I am present, and then everyone affirms. Okay, go yes, on. Yes, you are. Okay. So what happened with that was I had eaten fast food and takeout multiple times last week. I'd say about four or five days out of the week. And so 
on Friday, I had said for my affirmation, I can listen to my body's cravings. And then I got told that that wasn't appropriate. <laughs> then I had people asking me why it wasn't appropriate. And then I had to explain to them why it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> and then I got yelled at by the head person there. Oh, right. Yes, the head person. <laughs> then he threatened to take some things away from me and said I'm not ready to leave. But, you know, I have my own opinion of myself. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Um, and speaking of those things, um, so tonight you're going to get kind of like the group is going to be sort of a f- like talking about you discharging and everyone's going to going to say a little bit something. I feel like it's going to be an intervention. Oh my! The intervention happens before treatment, Kendall, not the day before. I don't know. What if they're going to put me in a room with everybody and all the staff members? That's what's going to happen. And then they're like, you know, sitting here talking about, we don't really think you should leave. Oh, God. I'm concerned. Like, <laughs> I'm not concerned. No, you're very confident. I, I admire your confidence level in recovery. It is really inspiring. Like, if I can maintain my weight for the past couple of months, I think I should be free to go. Preach. Um, yeah, well, obviously I'm eating consistently in order for me to be able to maintain my weight. Yeah, you've done you've done a lot of hard work to to get where you are today. But like, yeah. are you ready to receive the love that everyone's gonna? Give I don't you today? know. We'll I see know, if I cry. What What are the chances that you're gonna cry today? Very slim. Really? You, you don't think you're gonna cry? I don't think so, bro. I, I I think I think you're gonna feel the love, and it's gonna be overwhelming. And you're going to be like, damn, I'm pretty proud of myself. Maybe I'll cry. Says something. Oh, she's definitely going to. Oh, dude, you can't say the name. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. <laughs> We're off Whoops. to a great start. <laughs> We're trying to refrain from using, obviously, therapist names, patient names at the treatment center we're currently at. Or I'm currently at. And Gene, and I was about to call you. Damn, bitch. <laughs> shit, I got I to gotta bleep that out, too. <laughs> Oh, uh, that uh, Kendall's discharging today. Yes, I am. And what are you going to do to celebrate? I can't talk about that okay, right now because yeah, right. technically I'm still in treatment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This but is... afterwards, I might go out with my family and have one drink. Okay. We're, yeah, we're going to try to keep the podcast a sober podcast, but... Okay. <laughs> I won't get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's so convincing. I've been sober for seven months. I uh. used to smoke weed. Okay. If I can do it, anybody can do it. See, that's what's up. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about that. Really, What are you actually trying to stay sober from? Weed. Okay. And I do not drink, but I do drink on occasions. Okay, but you have a problem with weed. I did. Uh, what What kind of things would, like, happen to you? I would not eat, and I would sleep all day. Oh, and that would kind of associate with the restriction. Well, yeah, technically it is restriction. And... Even with, like, triggers, like, of, like, other people, because, look, I mean, the treatment center we're at, let's just say that there's... Second floor. Yeah, aromas of weed (laughs) around. Sometimes I want to yell at them and snitch Mm. on them, but I can't do that. Like, who would we even snitch on, you know what I mean? The second floor. No, I'm saying, like, who would we snitch to? Wait, don't say names. (laughs) The staff. (laughs) Okay. I mean, yeah, we brought it up to their attention. But anyway, the point is, like... Call ev- the cops. Yeah, that too. Even Yeah. Florida? Okay. But the point is, even with the, those triggers, you've been able to stay to refrain. 
Yes, I have. But then I get annoyed because people can smoke and I cannot smoke. Mm. Like, are, do you get upset? No, not upset. I'm just like, listen, you shouldn't be doing that now. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame. Um, no, but it's... Pothead. It's fu- <laughs> Call them a pothead. pothead. <laughs> Run away. Um, so you've been sober seven months now. Yes, I have. That's pretty amazing. What else have you refrained from in recovery? That's it. <laughs> and alcohol, but I yeah, mean, drinking was never my thing anyways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, some sure. people, they struggle with that. My heart goes out to them. I can't relate, but mm. you know. That's awesome. However, it takes at least a drink for me to get drunk, so I try to stay away from alcohol anyways. <laughs> I'm small, so, and I like drinks where you can't taste the alcohol, and that's a very bad combination. So like Shirley Temples. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I have a similar experience with alcohol. Which... One shot Shannon and one shot Kendall. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, there, there's a nickname that happened uh, when I was in college. We'll, we'll talk about that in a future episode. Yes, we will. Yeah. But yeah. So basically, like, just wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm excited to do this podcast with you and talk about recovery because really like there's not really a lot of podcasts about eating disorders and recovery like have you heard of any i haven't looked any up no okay that's a good start (laughs) there's other podcasts no there's a lot of podcasts i mean we're the only podcast in the world i think but we'll see we gotta look look it up (laughs) yeah no i'm just saying like if i before Again, if you don't go into treatment for an eating disorder, I feel like there's very little education. Yes, there is. Yeah, like I learned so much going into treatment about eating disorders because, like, I didn't even know I had one. Neither did I. I had one for years, and like, yeah, we're in the same boat. We'll go into that in another future episode. But um, apparently, if you're malnourished, and I mean severely malnourished, you are not cognitively there. You are cognitively impaired. Yes, we were both very cognitively impaired. Like, I don't have much memories from residential treatment because, like, what about, how's your memory? It's so good, it's horrible. (laughs) I didn't expect that. Every time I had a cup of milk, whether it was in the morning or at night, there was always a piece of hair lint inside my milk. <laughs> and the text there would be like, oh, no, we're not doing this. And I'm like, but I'm not bullshitting you. Then they'd be like, oh, it's bubbles. And I'm like, no, it's not. Put the milk down. Make sure it stays still. Don't move it. And you'll see it floating. Then they had to dump the milk out, waste milk. And this is an eating disorder facility, okay? They'd have to waste the milk, pour another cup of milk, and then there you go. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's the top story uh, when we were residential treatment. Without a fail, there would always be uh, a piece of lint or hair in your milk. That is correct. Yes, there would. And then people would sit there and tell me, oh, it's fine, just drink it. No, I'm not drinking milk with hair with a piece of lint in it. That's gross. But if, yeah, because, I mean. Cross-contamination, dude. But if it's not on your dislikes, like, you got to still drink it, Kendall. Not with the hair <laughs> in it, no. You have to list hair as your dislikes. Yes, maybe. <laughs> Lit. So like we or they just need to clean the fans. Yeah, that's not happening. And so, prevent that. Well, that's the problem. That is that was the problem. So we were allowed two dislikes when we were residential treatment, meaning we could tell the dietitian two food items we don't like so that they don't serve them. What were yours? Sausage and this 
thing that I thought was hummus but turned out not to be hummus. Oh my I should have put cottage cheese because <laughs> I jinxed myself. I never had cottage cheese up until like my last like two weeks and then I ran out of fruit uh-huh. and graham crackers to eat with it and I was suffering. So you're just... I don't like it. <laughs> I don't recommend it either. Was it your first time eating cottage cheese in res? Yes, it was. Okay, so t- wait, go back to the hummus. What was hummus but not hummus? I don't know. Me and another <laughs> peer only got it. It was like soup, and it tasted like tasted like the cheese from the Velveeta um, macaroni packets. Did they forget to put the pasta? <laughs> I don't know. But- they served it to us, I think, with crackers. I don't know, but that shit was literally soup, bro. Like, <laughs> clumpy soup. Like... I don't know if there was cottage cheese mixed into it. I have no clue. I don't know what it is. I still don't know what it is to this day. I don't recommend it. Maybe that should be your last, like, request. Like, hey, like, go to a dietitian and be like, hey, can you tell me what this food item is? No, I don't want to talk. Dude, you can't say the names. Whoops. (laughs) I have to bleep it out. I I really hope I can figure that out. Okay. You don't. We should listen to this now. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're going to sign off. But um, thanks for tuning in. And, um, yeah, I hope uh, this continues. Wait, Kendall, say bye. Bye. (laughs) If you or someone you love is suffering from an eating disorder, please contact the National Eating Disorder Alliance at 866-662-1235. More eating disorder resources are linked in our bio on Instagram. Follow us at Laughing Our Way to Recovery.